You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 85. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and your calling. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. And if you want to connect with me on social, you can find me at Tiff South, and that's Tiff with two Fs on Twitter and Instagram. And you connect with the show's account on both Twitter and Instagram at how does underscore she do it. And thank you as always for your continued five-star ratings and reviews in the Apple podcast app. If you have not had a chance to do so, leaving a five-star rating and review is always, always greatly appreciated. So you can just open up the app, search for the podcast and scroll through the bottom, and then you'll be able to leave a rating and review. And I've been starting to feature the, some of the written reviews on the uh, show account on Instagram. So if you leave a rating, leave a review, then I will feature you on the show's account. And the other way you can be featured, and I can say thank you to all of the, the internets and share my gratitude with you, you can take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast. Mention me on social at Tiff South. Mention at how does underscore she do it in the Instagram story, and I will shout you out. I'll repost it on my story and just show you gratitude that way because I really appreciate when I, when I know that people are listening. Because again, I record the episodes. I put them out there. Sometimes I hear, sometimes I don't. So every time you reach out to me, I really, really appreciate it. Don't be afraid to slide in my DMs on Instagram for the purposes of connecting and telling me that you are uh, enjoying the episode. And let me know what's resonating with you. Let me know if you have topic suggestions or things you want to hear me talk about on the show. And now let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections of something that I have come across, be it a resource or something, a story in social media or pop culture or something like that. This week, I am recommending a resource, and it is the new feature, or it's relatively new. If you have an iPhone and you have been able to have the latest update, you can now internally restrict the time that you spend in certain applications. So if you go into settings and then go to screen time, so it's in the section of settings that goes down, this notification sound, do not disturb, and then you go to screen time, then you can choose what apps you want to set limits on. And I have to say, I started setting limits on Instagram in particular, and it has been, number one, really helpful. It's comprehensive because there was an app I was using before this. It was called Moment that did essentially the same thing. But this has really helped me to see how often I pick up my phone. And because it's built into the into Apple, into the operating system, it just feels a little more native. It doesn't feel like an intrusion from an outside app. It just feels, I don't know what it is, it feels different. But I recommend if you know 
you spend too much time on your phone doing X or in this social media app or playing this game or checking these messages or doing whatever it is, I encourage you to set up time to, and you can set up downtime, which is when you schedule time away from the screen. You can set limits on certain applications. You can add a time limit. You can minimize it. You can change it. You can turn it off. You can uh, you can ignore the setting if you decide, no, I actually want to spend three hours on Instagram today instead of 45 minutes, whatever you choose. But as I have been thinking about intention and really being reflective in these next, in the last couple of weeks, and as we get ready to wrap up 2018, this is one thing that I wanted to be very intentional about and paying attention to where my time is going. Because if you have certain goals and your the way you spend your time is not aligned with those goals, do you really have those goals? And so I had to check myself and I still have to check myself. It's an active process because again, I still love letting, you know, four hours of television, maybe not four hours, but too much time go by when I'm watching Netflix and just going from episode to episode to episode of something and not doing something else at the same time. And if you want to achieve a certain level of success being that passive and that in that flexible with your time even is just not going to cut it so i encourage you to check out the downtime feature on the iphone i encourage you to check out the screen time feature and really decide how much time you actually want to be spending on your phone doing things that are not actually productive and that's the thing that i like about this is it forces you to decide where you want to spend your time how you want to use it how you want to restrict it and then that frees you up to do and spend time doing other things hopefully not other unproductive things but hopefully you'll be able to fill that time with something more productive so that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. In episode 84, we talked about the importance of using what you have right where you are. And the story that I talked about came from Second Kings, and it talked about the woman, the widow with the jars of oil and the importance of being able to assess the situation that you're in, identify resources, make an ask, and then take some action going forward. And along those same lines, I want to talk about the importance of if using, really building on the idea of using what you have and owning what you have and owning who you are and owning your value. I had a conversation last night with a young woman who is a senior in college and she is in the process of applying to graduate school. And so we were having a conversation and she was talking about all these different stressors that she's dealing with. And I remember exactly being exactly where she was. And one of the things that I had to remind her was the process of applying to graduate school, the process of applying to jobs, the process of getting ready to graduate from college or any, you know, post-secondary education or really doing anything, those things do not make you valuable. Those things are merely adding to kind of your reputation, to your achievements, but they themselves do not give you value. And if we are to talk about using what we have, we have all been given gifts and an identity and 
power. And especially as, as believers in Christ, we are endowed with the power of the Holy Spirit that lives within us. And if we are to march forward into the rest of this year, into 2019, into insert whatever particular time frame here with the expectation that we are to have a certain level of success or achieve certain things or do something or do certain things, it first requires that we truly know and own how valuable and how awesome we were created to be. Before you can use what you have, you have to know what you have. I'm going to say that again. Before you can use what you have, you have to know what you have. And to know what you have, you have to become very self-aware and you have to become unapologetic about owning and knowing what the word of God says about who you are. Earlier today, I was on... Uh, I was going to say Instagram, but I was on LinkedIn and I saw a post from Cheryl Wood, who is a motivational speaker. And she talked about the importance of knowing your superpower. And when I was on the career seeker show earlier today, I took it one step further. And as a career coach and as someone who's always trying to help people become better, I was saying that if I don't know your superpower, then I can't help you fly. If you don't know your superpower, you can't figure out how to access the resources around you or how to use what you have in order to figure out how to start flying, if that makes sense. So what I'm saying is, is that before you can even make use of what you have, you have to know what you have. You have to know who you are. You have to know what you were designed to be. We are created in the image of our creator. We were made in the image of God. That full stop period, don't go any further than that, should be enough to send you flying to the moon, right? If you, if we start to own, and I say we, when I think about the power that women of color harness, the power that we are able to to even to show up in this world and still be excellent and still be as graceful and as poised and as kind and all the things that we are, even in the midst of the attacks that come from within, that the enemy throws at us, that corporate America throws at us, that our own community throws at us, that the, you know, the media throws at us, all those things. If we were to really dig deep and get clear about what we own collectively but then when you talk about you and what your superpower is if you get clear about what you have and how great you are and the things that your story and the things that God gifted you specifically with you cannot be held back you cannot be stopped from seeing doors open and opportunities become available to you. So what I wanted to say today in this shorter episode is that you are extraordinary. You have the ability and the potential and the power within you right now to be excellent, to live abundantly, to serve, to receive, to 
just help others and to achieve a level of success that you are after, but you have to know how great you are. And to know how great you are, you have to do the work to get clear about what scripture says about you and about understanding what your life has prepared you to be able to do and has gifted you to be able to do. Because there are some things that some of us do well because we have learned to do those things, but then there are those things that we just show up and default to doing well, that we lean towards naturally and don't even recognize it. And that's one of the things that I do with my clients. Some of the work that we do together is really to get clear about that and to be able to put language to it. Because when you know you're good at something, but you can't really describe it to somebody else, it's hard to then be able to leverage that thing that you're good at because you can't really describe it. You just know it when you see it kind of thing. But when you can identify and do the work to dig deep through the layers of your work experience and your personal experience and your story and figuring out, well, why am I always gravitating to this type of challenge? For me, for example, I am always gravitating towards the individual challenges that people have. I'm always gravitating to the heart and trying to understand the cause of what made them who they are and what makes them tick and why do they show up that way. That same natural kind of bent that I have enables me to be able to look at someone's resume, to hear someone say something, and to be able to decipher the, the transferable skills that they have and to be able to weed out the noise and find the gem in the, in the midst of the, the needle in the haystack, if you will, in the midst of all the noise and all the, the distractions around what they think is not valuable. I help people find the value in what they think is is discardable. And, and that is that's one of my superpowers. So when you take the time to think about what you've done, when you take the time to think about how God has created you to show up, you are then able to say, oh, okay, so I am good at this thing. I am capable of doing that. So now looking at the current situation that I'm in, where are the misalignments? What do I need to do to reposition myself to make myself more available to the opportunities that I am naturally gifted at, that I am better suited for, and that I want to actually do? Because the thing that keeps people from doing the work that they're actually capable of and want to do is not that they can't do it. It's just that they're not positioned for it. And the way you position yourself for success, the way you position yourself for better career opportunities, the way you position yourself to put yourself, to build up your personal brand better is to know what you have to offer and to be able to share that thing with other people. But if you don't first know how valuable God made you, then where where else will you start? You'll be starting from a premise that is misinformed. You'll be starting from a, from a place that's incomplete. But and that's the work. That's the thing that I love to help people do. That's the thing that I spend the time most of the time with my clients working on is really digging deep and helping them articulate the value that they have. Because when you know what your value is, when you know what's really important to you and you can articulate it and you can do it with confidence, now you can prepare yourself for better career opportunities, right? And so what what it starts with though, as believers, we have to know first and foremost what God says about who we are. So I want to share a few things about who God says we are. We are in Christ new creations. We are 
temples of the living God. We are daughters of God and heirs of Jesus Christ. We are complete in Christ. We are created in his image. We are free in Christ. We are able to do all. We are able, we are free to be obedient and have relationship with Christ. We were fearfully and wonderfully made. We are complete in Christ. If we are complete in Christ, lacking nothing, then that means what we need already exists within us. We may, we feel like we have to see something in the, in the natural. We feel like we have to sometimes even feel the thing that we're going to need to do the thing that we want to do 10 years down the line. But that's not how it necessarily works. We are called to show up and serve and be obedient and to grow our relationship with with Christ, to know what the word says about who we are, to know what the word expects of us and to walk fully in that every single day. And when we walk fully in that, when you spend time thinking about your relationship with him and prioritizing your relationship with God and working to get clear about the gifts that he has given you, you show up in this world different. And I say that because I've seen myself go through, I've been on this journey for myself in the last year and have just gotten really very comfortable about talking about what I'm really good at, but that has come with a lot of work. It's come with a lot of thought and it's come with working with coaches and different coaches and asking people, well, what do you, what do you think about what I, when you think about me, what is something that comes to mind? And from a lot of the reviews that even you all have left on the, on Apple podcasts and sending me messages, the things that you all tell me you receive about me have, has helped me to figure out, okay, well, what am I putting out there? What are people perceiving about me? What do I feel about myself? And where do these things align? And where does where's the connection between how I am showing up and how I want to continue to show up? So in order to use what you have, you have to know what you have and you have to know who you are. And I just wanted to share that with you today because like I said, I've had a few different conversations over the last couple of days that really show that the core of the thing that is keeping us from achieving the type of career success that we want and having the type of like just confidence that we have is by by us having it we're having trouble really really speaking to who we are really getting clear about who we are and being shy about admitting that I am the child of a king like having being comfortable admitting that I was made in the image of God being bold about saying I am uniquely created to do a certain type of thing that my life has led me to a certain point that gives me a unique perspective that nobody else has. That is how we have to show up. That is how confident we have to be. And this world would have us believe that we have to be quiet. We have to be meek. Even church has made us believe that humility means it's like it's just created this this warped definition of what humility is because when you think about Christ, Christ was humble, but Christ was very clear about who he was. Christ was very clear about who he was and he told people who he was, right? It but at the same time he wasn't arrogant, but he was clear. He was confident, he was sure. He knew who he was, he knew what his mission was, and that was because he was created to do a very specific thing. 
you too were created to show up in a very specific way. And there's not one right path to things. We have the ability of and the blessing of free will and the blessing of forgiveness and the and God will bring us back to where he needs us to be, but that is is the result of you having to wrestle with that development, be intentional about getting after who you are and I am really excited about the work that I am doing with my clients. It's, I'm really excited about the work that I'm going to continue to do. And if you are interested in starting this process, if you are interested in getting to know more clearly and being able to articulate what you want to do, how you currently show up, how you think you want to show up, and what are those things that you really love about yourself? What are those things that you really want to make sure you bring to your career show so that you can show up authentically? Then email me, Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. And actually, as of this recording, there are still sessions available for the December Elevate Your Career Strategy Sessions. And if you go to bit.ly slash EC strategy, again, bit.ly slash EC strategy. You can sign up for a session with me in the month of December and we will get this process started. I have not gotten the clarity that I have in isolation. It has been through prayer. It has been through deliberation. It has been through enlisting the support of other people. And it has been about really doing the work and being intentional. Like I I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, being intentional to know that if you don't show up and live out the full potential of who God has called you to be, to serve his kingdom, the way that he designed you to to, to serve you are, you're not fulfilling the purpose that he has for you. Our first priority is to show up and fill and serve God's will and, and live our life in a way that works to serve his purpose. And if you are not confident in who you are, if you're not sure what your gifts are, then you're, you're, you're robbing yourself of that opportunity to serve him in the way that he designed you to serve. And I don't say that to be, to be demeaning or to be judgmental or to make you feel bad because it's, it's, it takes work. It takes work. But if you're ready to do that work, then let's work together. If you're ready to do that work, then let's talk about it because I want to help you do that work. That is the thing that I am gifted to do. That is the thing that I get most excited about doing is helping people make the connections between their experience, between how they're gifted and how they show up in this world. And it just, it just brings me so much joy to be able to do that because we spend most of our time at work. And if you spend most of your time doing something that you're misfitted to do, that's not the way that we're designed to live. That's not the way that we're designed to live. We are called to serve. We're called to serve well. And if you're doing something you don't love doing, I'm not saying that even when you do, when you're doing something you love, that there are not stressful days and bad days. But if you know you are going somewhere that's making you miserable, you can't be your best. You just can't be. And I want to help you make sure that you can be your best every day. That's the purpose of this podcast. That's the purpose of the work that I do with my clients. And I am so glad that I am unapologetic about that today. So with that, 
we have come to the end of episode 85. This ended up not being as short of an episode as I thought it was going to be. But I just had something I wanted to get off my chest. It was a little bit of a rant, but thank you for rocking with me. And if you have not left a five-star rating and review in the Apple Podcast app, please feel free to do so. You can connect with me on social at Tiff South or connect with the show at how does underscore she do it. And if you are interested in working with me in the month of December, go to bit.ly slash EC strategy. Again, bit.ly slash EC strategy. And let's work together. Let's help you lay the foundation now for the type of year you want to have next year. I'm not about, if you're on the email list, you know that I talk about, I'm not about waiting until January 1st to do anything. Start now so you can be making progress while other people are just trying to fumble around and get their little 10 New Year's resolutions together that will statistically be already off the table by the time February comes. That's not how we roll because we serve, we're here for a higher purpose. We're here more than for show. We're not here for New Year's resolutions. We're here for service. We're for, here for purpose fulfillment. We're here for kingdom reasons. So let's get let's get you let's get you clear about who God has designed you to be and let's help you show up that way every single day. I look forward to connecting with you. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.